Welcome back to Devore Darkens Live, episode number 155. And in today's show, I'm going to be sharing the one thing you must do if you want to develop better habits in your life. That's right, because what you are is what you repeatedly do every day. Right? If you were to look at the results you're getting, the quality of life you have today, uh, the outcomes that are occurring, they're happening because of what you have been doing, right? So if you change just one thing that you do every day, you know it's going to impact your life in a positive way, which is why I'm going to share with you exactly what you need in order to be very successful in doing so. Now, it just so happens that the one thing I'm talking about is what I always start this show off with, and that is purpose. Purpose is what's powering your life. Purpose is why you get up in the morning. It's what you love to do. See, if you're not emotionally involved in something, why would you change your behavior? You wouldn't. You only change your behavior because there's something that you desire. There's something that you want. There's something you're looking to avoid. It's an emotional process. So that's why purpose is everything, because purpose is an emotional thing. It drives you. It motivates you. It inspires you. It pushes you. When you're doing something that lights you up, you don't get tired. You get more energy. You don't burn out. You speed up. So again, before I get into it today, if you're wanting to know how to discover your purpose, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio and download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. Uh, it's a cheat sheet that will help you discover your purpose. And even if you don't do it, well, it just so happens in today's show, I'm going to be breaking down exactly how to do that in the first place. Okay. Hold on, guys. I actually dropped my phone here. There we go. All right. So we're going to be showing you uh, in today's show exactly how to discover your purpose you can download the cheat sheet anyway, which I'd recommend. You could go do it right now and then come back to the live broadcast because I'm going to go through these steps um, to help you, okay? Because everything starts with purpose. That's where it all starts. All right, there we go. Now we, can, now we got that fixed. Uh, let's see here, guys. There we go. Okay. And secondly, I know I always have people who are watching who are looking for more accountability. Uh, you're looking for mentorship. Well, all you have to do is go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. And from there, you can find out if I can help you. And if I can't, then you will know. But either way, that's what I recommend that you do. Okay. Uh, Appreciate your guys' patience here. My phone fell off my desk. It is what it is. Now, where do we start? What is the one thing you got to do if you're going to change your habits? Well, let's walk through the process. Well, actually, before we get into the process, let's actually tell the story. I think that's the best place to start. If you've been following me for quite some time, then you know I served in the military uh, for 13 years. And I didn't know it then, but I know it now. Why can people who have different religions, different personalities, different ethnicities, uh, different upbringings. They're short, they're tall, some overweight, some skinny, men, women. They can come and show up to the boot camp 
and within 60 days, they all leave looking the same, talking the same, believing in the same thing, have the same habits. How does that exactly happen? Well, it happens because they cause you to become emotionally involved in the training. Sooner or later, you get to a point emotionally where you submit. You say, you know what? I know I can't get out of this, so I'm all in on this now. You, you get to a point where you literally start believing in your mind that your whole purpose in life serving in the military is to protect the American flag and the country and the people. That's all that's on your mind at that point. I am aware that there are some people who probably don't think that way, but the point is generally that's what happens. You start to emotionally get involved in the values, the ideas, the customs, the traditions that the military wants you to follow and have habits around. Well, they got to get you emotionally involved in that. They got to get you to emotionally submit or accept that. Well, they are able to accomplish that because they remove the individual from their environment, the environment that they're accustomed to. So before you go to boot camp, you're used to doing things. You're used to waking up at a certain time. You're used to talking to people, hanging out with your friends. But once you leave, that all goes out the window. So you get to a point, it doesn't take that long. It happens within a week or so. You just get to a point of motion where you say, shit, I have no choice. I, I got I to gotta get with this or I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a hard time here. So you start to believe everything they're telling you to do. You start to emotionally become involved in the values. Like when I was in the Army, simple, leadership. There was loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. These were values they wanted us to emotionally accept and start living by, develop habits around. Well, anyways, um, it was emotion. I didn't know that then. I just took it as, well, you know what? I have no choice. Um, so might as well do what they tell me to do. But now that I've gotten into this material and I've seen it in my own life and I teach people about it and, and I mentor people through it. And I learned from a mentor myself, Bob Proctor, the prerequisite to changing anything in this life, especially when it comes to you changing your habits, it's emotion. See, emotion will occur before your behavior happens. Your behavior is a result of your emotional state. So that's why when you're in a negative emotional state, meaning you're in a negative vibration, you don't feel good, your behavior follows. When you're in a positive emotional state, meaning you're in a high vibration, what does your behavior do? It follows. You start to do things in a more productive manner. Your body language is different. That's why when you're walking into a room, you know how somebody's doing. Just look at their body language. They'll tell you. They can deny it all day long. Oh, no, I'm good. I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, but your body is a manifestation of your mind. Your body is an instrument of the mind. So if you emotionally are not in a good place, you can hide it all you want. People are going to know. Well, that's because your behavior follows the emotion. I was saying this the other night on episode number 154. We only make decisions that are emotional. The true decisions that you made in your life, decisions that you've been committed to, by the way, they were emotional. You had an emotional reason to make that decision in the first place. You either really wanted something, you really wanted it, you had a strong desire for it, or you wanted to avoid something really bad. Either way, it's an emotional state that was intense, which is why you made the commitment. That's what I'm telling you. If you're going to change your habits 
and you're going to develop better habits, even if it's just one habit this year, you're only going to do it if you're emotionally involved in something. You've got to have a reason why you're changing the habit in the first place. And it cannot just be a reason that sounds good. No, it's got to be a reason that's emotional, which is why every single podcast show I've ever done, I've always started off by offering you a solution. Discover your life purpose. That is the emotional thing that I'm talking about that will help you change your habits. But before we get there, I'm just telling you what the science is. We only behave based on our emotional state. And what's happening to us all the time, which I talk about this from time to time, I talk about the subconscious mind, things like that. We have something in the subconscious mind called a paradigm. A paradigm is just a multitude of ideas that is fixed in the subconscious mind controlling everything that you're doing. It also controls the way that you feel. See, this is why when I didn't have a father growing up, because my father was a drug addict, my mother was a drug addict, my cousin molested me, I had some situations that emotionally were negative. They shocked me. They were traumatic. So when I became an adult, I naturally did not feel good. I did not feel good about myself. I didn't feel good about other people. I didn't trust people. I didn't feel good about, I didn't naturally feel good about life. Why? Because naturally my paradigm was in control because I haven't forgiven them. That, that negative idea was immediately fixed in my mind when those things happened outside of my control, of course. But when I turned 18, then it's in my control. So I had to forgive them in order to alter that negative idea in the subconscious mind that I had of them about the situation. And what did that do? That helped me become, or that helped, that helped improve, improve my emotional state. It made it positive. So naturally, I'm walking around feeling better. Well, what happens? I start to behave better. I develop better habits because I've changed the way that I felt. Well, that's what we're talking about tonight, guys. If you're going to change your habits, it ain't going to happen because it sounds good. It's not going to happen because someone else is doing it and you're trying to keep up with them and you're comparing yourself and all this other stuff. It ain't. I'm telling you, why do so many New, New Year's resolutions fail? Because people do not understand the way their mind works. Your behavior is a direct result of your mind, not something else. It's your mind, your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is what controls the doing. Well, you set the New Year's resolution, but it's not in the subconscious mind. It doesn't recognize it yet. You're not emotionally involved. Just because it sounds good, that's still not enough. How many times did you tell yourself, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to go do that. And then you never did it. Why? Because it was just in your conscious mind. You were just thinking about it. There was no commitment there especially a commitment that was emotional. You didn't have a strong desire to do it. It was just a great idea. There was nothing to it. So that's why you didn't do it. And that's the difference between knowing and doing. It's emotions. So before we get into the process of changing a habit and, and how your purpose will help you do that, you must understand the science behind changing a habit. Part number one to it is you got to be emotionally involved. You got to be emotionally involved. You will not change a habit unless you're emotionally driven by something. That's why people say they're going to go to the gym and they don't go. That's why people say, I'm going to eat healthy, but they don't until they end up in the hospital in the ER. And then they're like, oh, crap. You know what? I really got it. Why? Because now they're emotional. 
They've been, they've been shocked emotionally. Sometimes that's not enough. Sometimes people literally almost have to die. And then they take their health seriously. Well, my expectation tonight is you're not in that situation, and I definitely don't want you to be. However, God knows what he's doing. Sometimes people have to be put in those positions. So they emotionally, like I said in the military, emotionally they start to submit. They start to accept a different idea. Well, that's the science, guys. You got to be emotionally involved. Because the subconscious mind only accepts ideas that are emotional, and it's through repetition. This is why sometimes it is a challenge for you to stay emotionally in, in control of yourself when you're talking to your parents, because your parents have a direct link to you, not just DNA, but emotionally. Emotionally, they can get you upset just like that. Why? Because they're your parents, right? They, they have that emotional, they have that much emotional pull on you. So I'm saying that because that's the subconscious mind. That's why when they do something and you don't like it, you get upset and your behavior changes because they have that much emotional control over you. Well, I'm sharing that as an example because that's the way your mind works. You're only going to do what you want to do from a place that is emotion, meaning it's either from a positive emotional state or negative emotional state. Your behavior is just going to match it. And the subconscious mind does not know the difference between what's right or what's wrong, what's what's easy or hard or what's real or fake. It just accepts whatever you give to it. That's why I give you guys the military story. The subconscious mind just accepts whatever they tell you because they put you in an environment where you have no choice but to accept it. Your subconscious mind becomes wide open. They stress you out emotionally. So every day you wake up hello early. They put you all, you put, they put you in these stressful situations. You have no choice but to submit. So that's when they start repetition. Every single day, it's the same thing, same time, same place, same way. Every single, they're repeating themselves a thousand times the same orders. Why? Because they want to make sure after the end of the 60 days, you've been programmed. You're programmed to go off to war. Everything in the military is repetition. Well, I share that experience because that's how habits are changed. They're changed through repetition. But repetition that is backed up with emotion, not just repetition, because I've seen it. I've seen people do things with repetition and the habit never formed. Why? Because they were never emotional. They were never emotionally involved. You see, I've seen that in the military as well. I see people just do what they're told because they don't want to get in trouble, but they don't really believe in it. You see, if you're going to develop a habit that is permanent, that's going to help you get to where you want to go, you've got to be emotionally involved. There's no question about it. You've got to be emotionally involved. Now, let's get to the exact process that you're going to need to go through if you're going to make some permanent changes to your habits this year, and I'm not talking about just any type of habits. I'm talking about habits that you know that will improve the quality of your life, that will help you become successful in whatever it is that you want to be successful in. The first part of that is you got to have a purpose. Everything in this universe starts with purpose. The sun in our solar system serves a powerful purpose. Without the sun, there'd be no solar system. That's the purpose of the sun, to power the solar system. No sun, no solar system. No sun, no life. 
just like you. No purpose, no life. You don't have a purpose. You're not living. That, that's how powerful it is. And guess what? Everyone has one. Everybody has a purpose. And once you start to accept what your purpose is, you start to develop the emotional desire to alter your behavior so you can live your purpose. Because now you have an emotional reason to change the habits in the first place. Now, we've all been through this in some capacity. Either you had children, you may have gotten a new job, maybe you got out of a relationship, you got into a relationship, but it was such an emotional experience that you had no choice but to change your habits. You had no choice but to do things in a different way. We, we've done it before. Sometimes we've done it, um, we were basically thrown into doing it. You know, we didn't decide to do it, we had to. Well... Living your purpose is a decision. It's a choice. It's not a, you're not going to be forced to do it. You're either going to want to do this or you don't. Matter of fact, that's what growth is. Growth is something that you must consent to. It's not something that's forced. I I can't force you to grow. I can't force you to change your habits. You know, I I can't force you to listen to me. You've got to want to listen. You've got to consent. That's what I'm saying. You've got to accept. And a lot of people don't like those words. Accept submit, right? People don't like that because that's the way they've been brought up. And so when we talk about purpose, a lot of people reject what their purpose is. And a lot of it has to do with fear, uh, limiting beliefs, ignorance, not understanding. And so they don't get around to discovering their purpose or living it. And so they really, they never really changed because they never had a reason to. When I say they never had a reason to, what I'm saying is they didn't have a reason that was emotional enough that moved them into action. See, I can give you a thousand reasons on why you should change that habit that you have that you know that's disrupting your life. I can tell you why. That isn't going to cut it, though. It's the ball is in your court. You've got to find the emotional reason why you should change. And this isn't for people who are struggling. These are people who are winning. Because if you're winning, you know there are things that you can improve upon. You know you you have to because you know you can go to another, another level. And if you're going to go to another level in your life, your habits must evolve. You got to change something. You can't be the same person because that's a different mindset. That's a different person who's at a higher level. Well, there's no limit to what you could achieve. And if you're going to get to that next level, you got to change your habits. And if you're going to change your habits, you got to get emotion involved. And if you want to get emotion involved in changing your behavior, have a purpose. I go back to my experience in the military. Every time we did something, we were told what the purpose was. Every single order that was passed down from the general all the way down to the private, that first piece of that communication always included Here's the purpose of why we're telling you this. The purpose is to do this. This is why we're doing this. You got to ask yourself the same question. Why would you want to change your habits? Here's a better question. Why are you living your life the way that you're living it right now? Why are you working where you're working? Why are you doing what you're doing? What is the purpose behind that? And if you can't find one, then it's a great opportunity for you to go back and really reevaluate this. 
what is the reason why I'm working so hard? Where, where is this going? Why am I taking this risk? Why do I have this business? Why am I a parent? And when you really get in touch with those answers, they become emotional. And then you start to feel like, wow, yeah, I could be better. It just starts to motivate you in a different way. That's how powerful purpose is. Like I stated, purpose is like the sun that powers the solar system. No sun. There's no solar system, guys. We can kiss life goodbye. Well, if you don't have a purpose, why would you change? You wouldn't. You got to have a purpose that when you wake up in the morning, you are obsessed with change because, you know, changing is going to help you live your purpose in life. Now, if you're just joining late, I always say at the beginning of my podcast, you want to know how to discover your purpose in life. Go to the link in my bio and download the Purpose Finder cheat sheet. That will help you discover your life purpose. And it's three simple steps. It comes with a free video training. I think it's a simple thing to do. I just think the challenge is accepting it. Because you may have lived your life up to this point never believing that you had a purpose. Never believing that life is really that simple. That you do have something that you love to do. That you do have things that you're great at. And if you put those two things together, you got your purpose in life. Most people can't accept how simple that really is. But I'm here to tell you, it is simple. And if you want to change your habits, you got to have an emotional reason on why you would do something like that. You're not going to do it because it sounds good. But people are still going to try to do it. January 1st is going to come around and they're going to say, oh, I got my New Year's resolutions. Here's what I'm going to be doing differently. Then they never get around to doing it. Why? Because they're not emotionally involved in it. They're not. Especially if you have a bad habit. If you have a bad habit of doing something and you're looking to replace that, you definitely need to be emotionally involved. Absolutely. We didn't get to 155 episodes together here because we were not emotionally involved. I'm obsessed with doing this. I'm absolutely emotionally involved in this. So I've developed a habit of shooting a podcast. That's how it works. Now, I told you guys, living your purpose is a whole nother conversation. But I will tell you this. If you're going to change a habit, you got to have an emotional reason to do so. You've got to put yourself in a position where there's no going back. you got to have leverage. We can call it emotional leverage. you got to have some type of emotional leverage over yourself. Why are you going to just change what you're doing. You got to have some leverage. You got to be in a position where you're like, well, I don't really have a choice. I want to, I want to be better. So I'm going to emotionally do this. And I don't think this is something that you fake. You can't fake this. You can't manufacture it. I can't give it to you. Your parents can't give it to you. Your children can't give it to you. You've got to give it to yourself. Now, some people do use their kids as a motivating reason to change. But I have found through my own personal experience by not having a father because he was a drug addict, my mother being a drug addict, uh, I'll tell you right now, sometimes that's not enough. <laughs> sometimes kids, they're not enough to, to motivate people. Uh, you would think it they would, but the results say otherwise. So we've got to 
really do some work internally to figure out what's our emotional reason. Now I can give you a few examples and it, it's always purpose. If you go back to what you love to do, that should be a strong enough reason to alter your behavior, to change your habits for the better. Because love is the most powerful emotion there is. So if you start to dedicate your life to doing what you love to do, you will become obsessed with that, which means you must change your behavior because if you don't, you won't be able to do what you love in a great way. And if you're not, if you're doing what you love, but it's in a shitty way, you're going to, you're not going to like that. You're going to change that. So we said it, we'll say it again, tell the cows come home. You got to get emotion involved if you're going to change your habits. It's that, that's simple. I've, I've tried this with myself. I'm telling you, if you're not emotion involved, your subconscious mind will not accept it. It just won't. Now, let me read this to you guys, because I was actually coaching this on my, uh, my uh, coaching call last night and today at multiple groups here. Um, this is from the Purpose Driven Life book written by Rick Warren. And I'm just going to go to the part where it specifies what I'm talking about. He said, knowing your purpose motivates your life. Purpose will always produce passion. Nothing will energize you more than a clear purpose. On the other hand, passion can dissipate when you lack a purpose. Just getting out of the bed becomes a major chore. It is usually meaningless for working. Um, it wears you down. It zaps you of your strength and robs you of your joy. You see... When you're doing what you love to do, the energy is different. You know this. You've been watching this podcast. I'm not tired doing this. I can go until I pass out, really, talking about this. Now, I won't be able to do that tonight because I have a coaching call after this. But that's what purpose will give you. It will give you energy that you think you lack. You don't lack energy. You're just not living your purpose. That's what's going on. Now, there's so many other things that purpose will give you, like simplify your life. But the bottom line, guys, is if you lack motivation, if you're starting and stopping, if you're constantly changing directions, if you don't really believe, you're not inspired. You're not going to change your habits. In fact, you'll just develop more bad habits. So if you want to prevent that from happening to you, if you want to change that, you've got to get in touch with what you emotionally love to do. And then you've got to start doing that. That's why I've changed my habits so much. I wouldn't be able to do this podcast if I didn't change my habits. There's no question about that. No question. It's through repetition and getting emotion involved. I remember I had a habit of not wanting to take pictures ever. Don't take a picture of me. Because it goes back to, you know, what happened to me as a child and everything. I didn't want to be bothered by people. I didn't trust anybody. It was disruptive in my life. There was a lot of bad habits around that. 
Well, when I got to a point where I said, listen, I either, I got to move on here. I got to let this stuff go. I became emotionally involved in the idea that I just wanted to be happy. And I wanted it so badly that I was willing to forgive some people like my cousin who molested me, my father who was never there. I was willing to forgive those individuals because I wanted to be happy that bad. I wanted to live my purpose. I had a burning desire for that. So it altered my habits automatically. That, that's the crazy part about it. I don't think it takes much. I think once you submit to this idea of what you love to do or some emotional reason, your behavior will follow. It will. You got to give it some time. I'm not telling you this is going to happen overnight. But what I am telling you, it works. It's like a science. Thoughts cause feelings. Feelings cause actions. Actions lead to results. So if you're wondering, why do you act this way? How do you feel? It's your emotional state. Why do you feel that way? Well, what are you thinking about? What are you focusing on? That's the issue. So if you're going to change your habits, you have to become emotionally involved in the habit you're looking to develop. For example, if your habit is like every single day, I'm going to have a smoothie. What's your emotional reason for doing that? You're not going to do it because it sounds good. You're going to do it because maybe you're emotionally involved in the idea of being in the best shape of your life. Maybe you fall in love with the idea that you really are energized by being healthy. Maybe you fall in love with the idea that you want to be healthy for your kids. It's got to mean something. It's got to be an emotional reason. That's the examples that I'm giving you. So think about the last time you attempted to change your habits and ask yourself, with the habits that you failed to change, were you emotionally involved? Were you really? Were you emotionally committed? Were you emotionally all in? Or were you like one foot in and one foot out? That tells you what happened. That tells you what happened. Guys, this is really simple stuff. But it's, it could be a challenge because we're not taught the way the mind works. So we're learning this for the very first time. And you may know this information already, but that doesn't mean you're doing it. Why? Because you're not emotionally involved. That's what it comes down to. So to get emotion involved, there's so many ways to accomplish that. I'm going to go through a couple and then we'll get to your guys' questions. Emotional involvement can happen, um, you know, without, your, without you volunteering for that, without you submitting to that. It can happen because maybe something happened to you, you know, all of a sudden. Let's say, let's say God forbid, of course, um, your, one of your, your daughter got sick and she had leukemia and she passed away in the, in, in the uh, hospital. Well, that can be such an emotional shock to you that you immediately change your habits. Now, that's not the way we're talking about you doing it. And I wouldn't wish that upon anybody, of course. But that is what happens to people. Another way is we just get fed up emotionally. We reach a breaking point and we say, you know what? I am done. And we start to desire more. Either way, emotion is involved. Emotion is what changes or alters the subconscious mind. Repetition with no emotion isn't going to cut it. You've got to be emotionally involved. So some ways to really pull this off is 
number one, and and I would say this is really kind of a, a multitude of things, but you may want to write this down. Let's say the new habit is, again, the smoothie part, right? I would write down in your gratitude list, hey, I'm so grateful that I'm always eating something healthy every day and feel good about that. And then go do it. You see, the thing about habits is you just can't repeat affirmations to yourself and then call it a day. No, you repeat the affirmation and then you back the affirmation up with action. So you take your thoughts, you think about what you want in the present tense, you feel the gratitude of it, and then you act on it. And if you do that every single day, it will become permanent. And you know who does this at the highest level? The military. They tell you what they want you to think. They get you to become emotionally involved in what they want you to think. And then they get you to act on what they want you to think. That's the way it works. So this is nothing new. This is already happening. But you've got to intentionally do this in your life. You're going to change your habits. You've got to get clear on what that habit is. Then you need to start feeling good about this new habit. And then you need to execute on the habit. Thought, feeling, action. Put them all in alignment with each other. You do that with repetition, you got yourself a new habit. And I've, and I've ignored this advice. I've tried to do it multiple different ways. I'm telling you, that is the way. Because you may think about this new habit you want to form, but if you don't feel good about it, you're not going to do it. That's like when you were a child and your mother was like, you never listen to me. You never clean your room. You never do this. You never do that. How does that feel? Doesn't feel good. So what happens? You do it again. Because that's what the subconscious mind hears. Negative energy, negative ideas, emotional behavior follows. You'd be shocked what happens to you when you start to feel good about what you want. When you feel good about who you're becoming, when you feel good about the changes you want to occur in your life, when you feel good about the new habit you want to develop, your behavior will follow. But it'll never follow if you have a negative emotion about it. It's never going to work. So that's what I would recommend that you do. All right. This brings us to questions. Let's see. Let me bring this. See if I can get you guys on here without dropping my phone again. Oh. There we go. Okay. Whew. Make sure that doesn't fall. All right. We're good to go. Okay, let's let's check in with some questions here. All right. Uh, let's see here. We have a comment here that says, I'm finally aligned with the paradigm that best serves my life purpose. I love that. That is really good. Um Living Zen One writes, my son and I are enjoying your show. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Uh, Akina writes, how you get emotional about what you want? Oh, I just went through that process. So hopefully you 
you got it uh let's see here if if it's something you truly want i believe the emotions come from there exactly if you're not emotionally involved you're probably not going after what you really want that's a very good point that's why i said we don't change our habits unless there's something emotional we're going after like I'll, let me tell you guys a story like having being in a position to mentor people and coach people i've had to change my habits I really desire to be one of the most highly respected and paid mentors out there. Well, I want that so badly. I'm willing to change whatever I got to change about myself to get there. That's what I'm telling you. You got to have a purpose. You got to have something you truly want. All right. Let's see here. Merrigan writes, I have very low self-esteem and find it hard to accept me and my life. I know it is unhealthy, but I find it hard not to feel unworthy. Very hard. I'm a people pleaser and this comes from most. How do I change my feelings of unworthy? Well, I definitely recommend you get someone to help you with that process. I would recommend that you get a mentor. That's for sure. Um, well, you know, part of it is a change in your self-image. And if you're going to change your feelings of unworthiness, you've got to start practicing the feelings of feeling worthy, which means you need to learn what that actually feels like. And we don't have all night to go over that right now, but I will tell you this, the feeling of unworthiness, all it is is an idea in your subconscious mind that you didn't put there. Someone else put that there, your parents, somebody. And all we need to do is stop feeding that idea and we need to feed the new idea a positive idea the opposite of that idea and we feed it through gratitude through visualization through concentration focus repetition of what is the opposite of unworthiness this is why i tell people if you guys want to know one of the basic ways to alter your behavior and your emotional state do gratitude because that's exactly how you would feel if the change had already occurred so feel good now. Start feeling grateful that you feel worthy. I am so grateful now that I'm feeling worthy about myself. I'm so grateful that it's easy for me to feel worthy. I'm so grateful that it's easy for me to stand up for myself and do what's right. I'm so grateful that I have a high self-esteem. Marissa writes, when changing your mindset, you have to reject a lot of things like music, movies. Well, you definitely got to reject things that contradict what you're looking to achieve. That That's for sure. Forest Fire 85 writes, do you still go live in the morning, afternoon? No, this is probably going to be the new time. Uh, my schedule has changed a lot. I... I haven't really talked about it, but I guess now would be a great time. So one of the manifestations I wanted, it's in my goals and stuff is I wanted to own a percentage of a company. I wanted to do more investing in companies this year because I, there's a side of me that really loves business and I love entrepreneurship. And, um, I wanted in my mind, all I wanted was to own a percentage of a company and to help the company develop their mindset for success. And I've been able to do that. Um, I became a part owner of a solar company that does millions of dollars a year. 
every night the entire company is on a mindset call with me and we are going in the right direction and that happened because that's what i wanted wrote it down in my gratitude list as well and it happened so needless to say that's why my schedule has changed so much because of that um but uh this will be the new time for me moving forward okay let's see if we have questions on youtube possibly see here. Uh, I think it was the same person. Okay, awesome. All right. So listen, guys. I think this is where most people are not getting the right information. We are told what to do, but we're not actually taught how to do it. And I could argue personal development is just as guilty as every other thing in life. There's a lot of self-help books that tell you what to do, but they're really not telling you how to do it. How to do anything in your life starts in your mind first. It starts in the mind first. Everything originates from the mind. Everything originates from a thought. But we're not getting educated on that properly. So as kids, we're told, have a better attitude. We're told to forgive. We're told to do this and we're told to do that. But nobody ever sits us down and shows us mentally and emotionally and spiritually how to exactly do that. So we keep getting in trouble. Don't you know what you should be doing? Yes. But why aren't you doing it? I don't know. But you know better, right? Yeah, I do know better. But why are you doing it? I don't know. Why? Because nobody's teaching that individual how the mind works. That's where everything starts. That's where everything starts. And when you start to understand that, you start to understand the prerequisite to changing, transformation. All transformation begins with a burning desire, a burning desire to be transformed in the first place. You must want to change your habits if you're going to change them. It can't just be a good idea. It's got to be something where you're like, no, come hell or high water, this is happening. I'm all in. I'm committed. And if you're going to say things like that, then you definitely got to have an emotional reason behind that. I personally feel like this stuff will stop resonating with you as your vibration height. Start resonating. Yeah. You naturally won't resist with the messaging anymore. Exactly. Let's see here. Yeah, you definitely, and I want to go back because that's a great point that my wife made. You just want to reject the people and ideas that are not in alignment with what you're looking to achieve. And that could be a challenge, but you got to do it. That in and of itself is a habit. The habit of rejecting negative ideas. That is a habit you can develop, just like the habit of accepting negative ideas all day. That is a habit that people have formed. They're used to listening to negative stuff, getting emotion involved in it. That's what they're used to doing. Well, you can absolutely get used to rejecting that stuff and getting emotion involved in positive ideas. You can, but you got to have an emotional reason to do that. And I gave you one of the most powerful emotional reasons you can use. That is your purpose in life. What you love to do. 
and I love helping you become successful. So that's why I do this. All right, guys, we are going to wrap things up here. Uh, remember, it all starts with purpose. So if you want to know what your purpose is, go to the link in my bio, download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. And if you are looking for help, like accountability or mentorship, you can go to the link in my bio and schedule a life audit call. Okay, guys, this brings us to the end. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. Thank you.